When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back to the... Wait, not welcome back. Uh, yeah. Hi there. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, it's hour two, so... It's hour two, okay. It's Wednesday. I'm like... Sure <laughs> anyway... Tom Bernard Show, The Family, I'm here with... Dave Schrader. And Andy Brant Bernard. And I'm Catherine Brandt, for those of you that don't know. And we're going to go into a commercial break. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be right back. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. 
Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We're back. I just love the fact that it's going to be 53, and is it actually going to be sunny tomorrow? I that I don't know. Yes. Well, according to my app, it's let me to be check nice. it out. It says tomorrow 56 and sunny. Oh, so, t shirt and short car washing Ooh. weather. Yeah. Then, of course, the weekend sucks, but other than yeah. that. My buddy was up here from Atlanta, Georgia, and I brought him in in January to do an event at the Palmer House when it got to negative 26. And then uh, he came back again, what was it, a month or so ago, and it was more tolerable, but it was 50, 55 degrees for a couple of the days he was here. And he was still freezing, and I'm in my T-shirt, and we're driving by people in T-shirts and flip-flops walking around, and he goes... What is going on with these people? I go, dude, this is our summer. Yeah. yeah. 55 yeah. is balmy. We'll have our car windows down. That's it. Yeah. I, I have a really great way now of vacuuming out your car without having to vacuum. You just take get it a, out into the get garage. Get a dude? No, you take it out into the driveway. You open up all the doors and you take the leaf blower. Oh, there And you, you go. just blast it. All out. It's the greatest. You blast the leaf blower blasts what? <laughs> it just you just use a leaf blower. It on blows what? all the into the car. You just Does blow that it work through. on teenage daughters? It might. Can I try? Blow them right out of the car. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really nice. That'd be very Yeah, it gets all the dog one. hair blows out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Works pretty well. You just have to really make sure there's nothing in there that you want because Well, it's holy... gonna just go in your yard. I suppose. So if it's anything all that you know, I mean uh, you're not carrying around glassware, yeah. I guess. It's, it works and Most of great. us keep the weed hidden anyway, so it's not going to blow out, right? And the trunk works yeah. great in the trunk. <laughs> is that where it is? There you <laughs> go. I'm telling you, the leaf blower. Uh, works for me. Hacks by Catherine. Uh, well, you got to do the show hacks. Dun, 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 dun. Now we're talking. You know. Now we're talking. International Women's Day was on March 8th, and the way ah, the I missed it again. Yeah, you did. Over a month ago, yeah. (laughs) International Women's Day was on March 8th, and the way the CEO of Fairmont Hot Springs Resort in British Columbia attempted to market ended up costing him his job. He got fired. The CBC reports that on March 9th, Vivek Sharma welcomed people to the BC Tourism and Hospitality Conference in Richmond by asking women in the audience to stand and be recognized, which they did to applause. Then he instructed them to go, quote, clean some rooms and do the dishes. Jeez. Was he being funny? I, I don't know. In this so. environment, comedy is subjective, right? <laughs> what a moron. Wow. That's the other thing. We got some CEOs and presidents out there that have no idea what the hell they're doing. God, no. Outrage followed. The CBC reports audience member Trina Notman. Not man? Huh? Mm. Is her real last name Notman? Or did they make that up? I don't know. N-O-T-M-A-N is how it's spelled. Come on. Really? Uh, Trina Notman took to Twitter to post about Sharma's comments. She subsequently asked, is the BC Hospitality Conference really not doing anything about the misogynistic comments this morning? What do you think, Notman? Again, it's we're not there. It's subjective. I mean, maybe if, if you're obviously up there going, we want to recognize and Catherine, now get to work and make me a sandwich. You know what I mean? It could be this kind of snarky joke. Yeah. Jo- joke. But if he was like, 
uh, how you all got out of the kitchen is beyond me. Yeah. You know, it's in the way you talk. But again, yeah, comedy's under attack right now. Comedians are, are oh, talking about that constantly. They sure are. You just don't know what what's okay and when it's okay. Well, okay, so. yeah, yeah, but to read the room, you know, right. you got to just <laughs> well, learn yeah. to read the room. Yeah. Then maybe run the joke by somebody. I don't know. Well, and he may have, but somebody well, has to hang true. for that the crimes, that, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of people that are like, I ran this by the entire staff. You know, yeah. I said the, the joke on like, the air, and now I'm being that. canceled. Yeah. Every, I didn't write it. I, wrote, I ran it by everyone, and now I get canceled. It doesn't, yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, that's the world we live in. And if you don't get canceled, you just get slapped on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so because, I still think cow. that was fake. I really do. I don't know. You know what? I, I at first I thought it was, but on the other side, if they haven't owned up to it being fake, it's only going to be detrimental to Chris Rock for the future. Like, uh, who was it that um, Jim Carrey came out and said, I would sue him for $200 million because anytime you now Google Chris Rock, it's going to be the very first thing that shows up. Yeah. This yep. demasculating, embarrassing humiliating moment and people are going to have that effect of oh do we really want chris rock involved in this and blah 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 and that sucks that's a point that's a good point so you know if it was a joke i think by now they would have been like we were just it got a little out of control i don't think it was a joke is what people are saying i think they were saying it was a staged event to generate buzz for the oscars because there were no audience then it did work yeah well no it just people watch the viral video of it. It didn't work. Nobody else tuned in to the... Uh, no, I guess uh, Kristen Burt was talking about that, that the people that were in, like are in Australia or wherever, yeah, way out into the other... Right. They yeah. saw the real thing. <clears throat> right. it, it hadn't been... So they started getting on social media. So people did tune into the live yeah, Oscars. 2022 and it, Oscars was up 58% it, from last year. It, <laughs> yep. After so dropping it did, every year for many years. So they got a whole lot of extra because viewers from they, it. Didn't they stop it for almost 40 minutes before they resumed? I think I that's know. true, yeah. Because they were trying to yep. kick uh, Will Smith off uh, out of there and he wouldn't go or something? No, see, now they've said that that isn't true. That that they had a discussion behind this, should we ask him to leave? And that never actually happened. Really? Yeah. Well, they never asked him to leave. They just came out and they said... They never asked him to leave? No. Huh. That, well, at least that's, again, that's okay. another article. I don't know which... Right, right. Where okay, but we're they at did with the stop. truth of it. They stopped the Oscars for quite some time before they resumed. And so all these people were like, they went, so they got an extra, whatever, 30 yeah. minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. So the Oscars uh, is up 58% from last yeah. year. And that's all uh, because of the last bit. After, so up 58%, guess what their rating was in the 18 to 49 demo? What? Two. Uh, 3.8. 3.8. Horrible. 3.8 in the 18 to 49 demo after going up 58%. That's terrible. That's wow. very, very, very bad. They had less bad. than a one share last year? <clears throat> um, Whoo! Oh, I don't... Well, that's TV in, in whole. Yes, it sure yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Remember well, when they... I think people have had... You know, fa Enough. fatigue over all of these award well, who can shows. Care every year, I yeah. Just, I don't know. Well, the only thing people no really care about is the last crap. five or six categories: best movie, yeah. best actor, best actress, and they draw supporting, it out for, supporting. What is it, three hours mm -hmm. now? Yeah. It's too long. Yeah. Nobody Twenty twenty one Oscars had a two rating. <clears throat> a two. Two. Yeah. Jesus. That's not good. And back in the days when the Oscars was were, it was just like an 40. hour. It was yeah. probably yeah. Well, let's see. Huge. I wonder if I can find this. For but like, then there's uh, the other side of it that that would Bradley Cooper have been this good in the movie if it weren't for the director? 
if it weren't for the people that did the special effects to make this movie even bigger. So I understand wanting to recognize a wider swath. Yeah, but why not do that off camera? Well, they do, but it also then kind of feels like a slight, like, I didn't even get recognized for that. Yeah. You know? But it's like, whatever. Well, like we were talking about yesterday. Now, all of this streaming stuff, and they don't get to get into the Oscars Mm -hmm. because their stuff goes right on streaming services when there's some really good content that never made it to a movie theater because it has to play for... I don't know how many days and yeah, how many theaters. Like seven or ten days yeah, in the theater. Yeah, and some for, of it, and right. some very good stuff is just being overlooked. Well, so do we need new categories for that? All right, here we go. Uh, now we nine, need five hours. Nineteen ninety, uh, they had a twenty-eight share or twenty-eight rating. Oh God! With forty million viewers. <laughs> Then how long were, were was the show back Three and a half hours. It still was three and a half hours back yeah, then? Yeah, it's been a long show for that. a long time. Yeah. What year was that, Andy? 1990. I don't watch the Oscars, so I don't know. Yeah, see, so that was before the internet. Well, people don't watch appointment TV anymore. No. no. It's very rare. They no, watch it on... They don't. You know, I wait for it to show up. I, You know, like I get Resident Alien, which is one of my favorite shows, and... We just, I paid for the package, so every time it comes out, I just go watch a commercial-free episode. Right. And same with Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead and some of the other programs that we like. I just Hulu it and, and watch it without commercials. Yeah. 2000 was after the internet, 46,030,000 rating. So, really? Yeah. So wow. it, yeah. No, it went, it was a well it went up, night. Yeah, well done. Yeah, night. Quite so it a, dropped yeah quite but a 2000 still wasn't. What it, the internet wasn't anywhere near what it is today, no. and, no, and TV programming was there, wasn't yeah. on there, right? Yeah, 2010, right. 41 million, 25 rating. There you go. So that does make a huge yeah. difference. That's wow. huge, because that, because that, yeah, streaming was was fired up by then. Twelve years ago, eleven, yeah, twelve years ago. There's no question. That's about when that. Netflix like started getting big. I think. Yep. Yeah. You know, the I Love Lucy episode where Little Ricky was born. Yes. Half the people in the United States are tuned into yeah, that yeah. show. Half, the Half of the people. I know. That's it's insane. insane. Was it like 67 million people? Yeah, it was some yeah. ridiculous amount of people that were tuned into just That's... this one episode. And I love the fact that the network was like, no, we're not going to show Lucy pregnant. And Desi no, and Lucy right. stood up to him and they're like, no, this is going to happen. They couldn't use the word pregnant. They couldn't. All these right. stupid rules in effect. Expecting or whatever yeah. they said. And they couldn't show a toilet. Nope. No. No. <laughs> and and beds were Bunker. separate beds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Did you know that? What? Archie Bunker was the first man on TV to flush a toilet. Oh, that's mm. right. The, yeah, he always had the toilet flush. The toilet flush. He was the first person to flush a toilet on television. And now <laughs> we had to watch Dennis Franz's bare ass on NYPD yeah. Blue because of it. Yeah, exactly. Slowly moving up on there. But yeah, it's funny right, now you watch right. a lot of these shows and the things they can get away with now. Remember the seven words? Oh, yeah. A bit yeah. from oh. Carlin. Yep. I think there's one on that list that's still not allowed on TV. Well, but everything right. else is right. It's, I think it's the all CS there. is the only one left. Yeah, no, much. they say that all the time on Deadwood. So they do. Oh well, yeah, yeah, you're apparently right. Apparently, it's all of them now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that was still pay. pay you know, that was it's HBO. HBO yeah. So it's not George really cable television. Yeah, George Carlin. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. You yes. said Ben Carlin. Did I say Ben? I think so. Oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Ben Carson. I I know when you said I was like. Ben Carlin. I'm like, who's... Oh, wait. George's lesser-known brother, Ben. He's the one that wrote that comedy bit. I could be. I don't know. Do you know... It just just came to me. I was like, hey, I remembered something. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of that, by the way, did you see they released the list of the most popular comedians of all time? Stand-up comedians of all all time? time? Yeah. You know who wasn't on the list? Rodney Dangerfield. How do you leave him Who was on the list? Uh, Tig Notaro. 
Right, so it's going to be the, the people in the last 20 years. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Tiggs so actually. All George Carlin was on there. Right, but Car- Carlin was alive in the last 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, and he was still doing yeah, comedy. Yeah. And he was relevant. But, but, but so was so was Rodney. I know, but then. No, Rodney's been, been dead. Years, yeah. Rodney's been gone for yeah, quite a while. Yeah, he's been gone a long time. 2004. I'm, so, yeah. so it's been 18. Was Don yeah. Rickles on there? He made the middle of the list. He yep. did make it. So I thought maybe it was the mean comedians were probably. There was one other one on there that on they didn't there. put on there, and I can't remember who what it was. Dice Clay? <laughs> it's just the. the who knows? I don't, I don't remember know. what site. But you could find it on there. It's the, the best stand-up no. comedians of all time. Yes, you will. I would it, find 800 billion It just came out exactly yesterday. Like that. that one would be the first one to pop up. Okay. Because it just came out yesterday. <laughs> okay, Let's Dad. See here. That's crazy. Yeah, but again, a lot of people aren't exposed to Rodney. They're not exposed to a lot of these bits unless you grew up. You know, I was a kid of the 80s, so I love Rodney. Right. Most people under 35 don't even know who he is. Nope. Well, this no. one has heard of Bob him. Newhart and Red Fox, so I yep. don't think it's that's, really designed for kids. That's the one. Yeah. Oh. That's the one. They both Bob, Bob, Bob Newhart was, was on Red, there? Well, Bob Newhart's still alive and has still done some, yeah. you know. I know. But like what? Yeah, really. What more younger people would know what he was doing? I don't know. Maybe because he's alive, they're trying to recognize him. <laughs> You know, I, I, mean, know. I think he's great. I yeah. love him. Rodney Dangerfield's on this list. No, well, that's not the right list. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was I need the right more list, information. It's not the right list. <laughs> Every website on earth is going to have the best stand-up comedians list because it's easy content. Came, yeah, lists from yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just one of those situations where that's how you hours. and Tig Nataro, like I said, might be enjoyed by some people, but she's not Rodney Dangerfield. I don't even know, know who about Tig Nataro is. She, think, she really kind of broke out. She was a very independent kind of comedian, right. and somebody bootlegged her live show when she talked about her cancer ordeal and and i think it was cancer and uh how she almost died and they were like louis ck i think was the one that really kind of started talking her up afterwards and she did some specials and some tv shows she does a lot of stuff just off the cuff and she's she's very dry and funny without being overtly like hey look at me yeah so i do appreciate her comedy and i think she's done some some great stuff uh but right, it, she's still kind of a niche, yeah. You know, person kind of like uh, she's this generation's Janine Garofalo, kind of feels like to me the you know progressive forward. That would not be a good comparison for me because I cannot stand Janine. Garofalo. Right, but she was right in the nineties, <laughs> yeah, late eighties, yeah. mid nineties. She right. was boom, she and looks, then she she just kind of vanished. She looks a little bit like Francine Nanny. <laughs> Who does? Tignataro. Oh, Tignataro. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Well, she's, here's and a, she's, what, trans, she's not transgender, but she's LGBTQ, right? Right. She, she talks about that quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, I think I may have found the list you're talking about, but it, uh, it's got uh, Moms Mabley on yep, there. Yeah, that's the list. So Moms Mabley made talk the list, about but old ju- comedians. But Rodney Dangerfield didn't. That's the one. That's the list, Andy. You found. Yeah. It. I told you you'd find it. But is this one of those we need to be all inclusive lists? Almost certainly. Oh, yeah. Everything is today. But why do you have to be all inclusive? Either you're good or you're not. Mm -hmm. That should, to me, shows prejudice against the very person you're trying to protect. To me, that is prejudice by including you. It's like, you don't have to protect me by including me on a list I don't belong on. Well, I think if they artificially enhance that kind of um, list, then people will start looking Eventually, perhaps, they'll just start looking at everybody as just if you're good or not. But right now, it's the, 
you know, exactly, being inclusive yeah. that everybody's fighting for. Well, comedy has also changed so much that Rodney was great for his time, the one-liner jokes now yeah. wouldn't be as popular. People like a setup. They want a storyteller. They want, you know, that's that's the generation of comedians you have at this point. Mm-hmm. So Rodney would be revered, but I don't think he would have, you mm-hmm. know, he had that Henny Youngman snappy patter kind of Well, that's interesting bang, because bang, I bang. found that on social media especially, the snippy one-liner thing is like the preferred method of communication. And I think a lot of that is from the newer Marvel and DC movies, where that's oh, yeah. like how it goes. Yeah. It's 30 minutes of action, and then someone will say a one-liner, and then there's more action and that sort of thing. Where They don't really have a whole lot of time to do setup because they have so much action to get through mm-hmm. that the dialogue is mostly one-liners. And a lot of social media people, that's just how they talk now. It's Everything is like a zinger or a... Well, that's because everybody wants a 10-second clip. Rodney, if you hit now, I don't think he'd be big on TV, but he'd be a huge TikTok star. Exactly, yeah. The quick one-liner jokes, people would just be viral. out every day. Yeah, if his wife, if she still is, she passed too, didn't she? she just passed away. Was that really? June. Yeah, if if the estate was smart, they would they would open up a Rodney Dangerfield TikTok. Oh yeah, and just start putting out a a two minute clip, and I think people would get a kick out of it because he was so brilliant at those quick shots. Oh, they to this day the the shot that he took at uh, a buddy of mine. Joan Dangerfield. Oh, Joan. did I say June? It's Joan. Yeah, Joan. Joan Dangerfield. Joan. Sorry about that. Let's see. We'll get a name right today. <laughs> hell no, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, Cesario. Oh, Jeff Cesario. Jeff Cesario. Oh, yeah. That's one of the greatest lines of all time. Cesario, huh? Stick to the tumbling. <laughs> I was thinking of maybe starting to dress up and go on tour as Rodney. I think you should. I should. Rodney, the one-man show. Rodney, the one-man show. Let's get her done. How do you get that licensed? Is Joan still alive? I don't. Th- you can do it as satire. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. So I think you, you can do it without. Prom- I, really? But maybe because his jokes are owned and yeah. copyrighted, you might yeah. have to pay a. A deal, but I would think family members would be interested in somebody doing that, right? I mean, he could do the TikTok. Yeah, I think we could probably dress you up like Rodney and do a little makeup. I get my eyes bigger mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Well, now all we need to do is get the deep fake video for you and yeah. pop it in. There's so there many of the go. deep fakes now. You yeah, could get up there true. and do them, but be talking topical comedy. Just fill in and have whoever the current president is or whoever the you know Will God, Smith or throwing in a name right he, the guy's he was so good he was incredibly maybe I, I should do that get the hell out of radio and go do a stage that would be show. hilarious that's what um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do maybe that's what maybe uh, <laughs> I can't remember I gotta name. get an agent uh, Don Shelby did yeah he Don Shelby was Mark Twain yeah. after, after uh, the hell Holbrook died I cannot tell if Joan is alive or not I think she just died. She has, like, no internet presence. Remember she came on this show and read the joke she found in Rodney's pocket after he died? Several years ago. It was phenomenal. I was there in the audience, um, the episode where David Letterman came on uh, to Late Night right after Johnny had died. Oh, God. And he, he went up and did his opening monologue, and I turned to my buddy Ken and I go, is he trying to emulate... Johnny Carson. I mean, the jokes were hilarious. Oh, Johnny but, but was his, funny. But but his his patter and the way he delivered the lines, and when he got done, and the audience was roaring. It wasn't one of those where the people are on the side making yeah. you clap and telling you what to do. They were hilarious. And when he got done, he said, "You know, Johnny remained a, a good friend up until his death. These were all jokes that have been written over the last twelve years for me by Johnny, and to show oh, you how powerful God. they are, mm. I told them today, and you laughed just as hard as when he oh, originally yeah. wrote them." So he he did all of it, but you could definitely hear 
Johnny Carson in every one of those jokes. Pat yeah. McCormick. And he no was so good. It. Yeah. He he literally about 40 years, well, it's probably longer than that now. It's probably, but I'll say 40 years ago. The kind of, For people who don't know Johnny Carson and never saw a show, he would, Pat McCormick was his, his look, to explain Pat McCormick, he's about 6'6", weighed about 350 pounds, gigantic man, very funny. He and his wife had a baby, so they invite all their friends to come over to meet the baby. And they said, why don't we have dinner first, and then after dinner we'll go meet the baby. They sit down to dinner, they wheel out the cart, roll back the cart, and the baby's in the meat cart. <laughs> <laughs> a newborn baby is in the meat cart. But Johnny's Surprise. on one night. He goes, I don't know if you saw this or not, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, the... Los Angeles police have cut a deal with Winnebago now. They've got a bunch of uh, RVs. They're driving around town. They're picking up all the lawbreakers, putting them in the back of the RV, and bringing them to the jailhouse. And there's only one problem. They've suggested to the company Winnebago, which is based in Iowa, they have to change their name to Bagawino. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. Yeah. Winnebago, Bagawino. What the hell's the difference? I've listened to so many of the audio biographies on comedians oh, and, and actors, and I was listening to a couple, like Ed McMahon's book, talking about his friendship with Johnny, and there was a book about Johnny. And he actually preferred the bombing jokes. Yeah. Because he could milk them <laughs> so true. much. He yep. got bigger laughs. Yep. On a bomb than he did on the really well-written jokes. God, he was funny. Yeah. Did you see the night he retired? Yeah. It was really hard for me to watch that. Yeah. Because I love Johnny Carson. Yeah. He was the best of all time. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I don't know anybody anywhere. Look, Steve Allen was phenomenal, but in a different way. You know who I think <clears throat> does not get enough recognition is Craig Ferguson. Yeah, I like Craig Ferguson. I agree that with he that. He went out every yep, night and did a 10-minute monologue with no written jokes. He yeah. just went off the yep. top of his head. That, to me, is insane. And that he was entertaining, funny, light, and charming throughout the entire deal. I agree. That guy, you know, he, he was amazing. And Conan O'Brien, when he got into his own, he really became, I thought, a pretty good host. Yeah, he, yeah, he but he was, And he had that kind of Johnny vein with the... You know the little snippets and bits that they would do, and he did it pretty well. But yeah, I mean nobody's gonna ever touch Johnny. Everybody that comes after is just gonna be a pale shade. Well, these guys now are dreadful. Mm -hmm. The two Jimmys and the Steven, mm -hmm. those guys are terrible. Not good. Well, no just, one's watching them, so and no one's watching. Well, they got each got like a one share, don't they? I wonder how they're doing right now. Well, I believe they I got. Like how a is one Seth Meyers still on the air? I have no oh idea. God, I, I forgot he existed. You're right about that. Wow. I Terrible. used to like him too. Just, I don't know. Somebody, Not as a talk show host. Somebody flipped a switch, and he just got weird. <laughs> I like it. Somebody flipped a switch. <laughs> yeah. And he's like those. He's like a, an SNL comic bit that shouldn't have been made into a movie, like the yeah. Coneheads. It's great yeah. in a yeah. quick five-minute bit, but Seth Meyer should not be. No. Oh, great. I'm getting an email from Seth Meyer right now. Yeah. And, uh, Bastard, I'm canceling <laughs> you. How dare you? You're the worst person I've ever talked to. What do you think of that? It all works out in the end. But in any case, yeah, I, I just, here's the difference now for me. What? Good Morning in Amer America and The Talk have a .2 rating. Oh, my God. And that's among women 18 to 49, which is Ooh, their demo. That's their the demo. Talk. Oh, they're, wow. Yeah, they're, they're well, there's not going to be so much, much longer. There's only so much bitching and complaining you can do about this is the true. rest of the world. Yep. No, they'll know. be around because Ugh. entertainment has to fill certain Voids. Well, that's true. Daytime television has never been. But point good. two, I mean, you can't make money off of that. I wouldn't think. 
Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Because some of the some... clips go viral. Some of the little bits, and that's all they need to do is yeah. have that backed. And then I don't think a lot of these shows bank on the advertising from TV anymore because every one of them puts their videos up on YouTube immediately yeah, after in chunks. So that's you have true. to watch the advertising, and you get that. So I think they're double-dipping, and you know it takes a lot less to be successful now. Oh, I agree with that. There's no question. Seth Meyers is proof of that. Seth Meyers is proof of that. There's no question. I, I just, oh, God, we got to take a break here. So that's the first segment already. Holy God. My that goodness. flew by. Okay, we'll be right back to bitch about something else, right? <laughs> with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretches Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Catherine just read something, and we just got back from Disney World. Now, i got to mention this again because, uh, you know, you guys have heard of it, Dave hasn't, that um, we went to Disney World, and nine days after we left Disney World, they took away the mask mandate. <laughs> and the characters could then hug you and put their arm around you, take a picture with you. Not when we were there, though. You had to stand behind these ropes and about 30 feet away. You could, you could call away. Goofy on the phone. Even outside. Yeah, Even Goofy outside. On the phone. Even on, outside. So that yeah. went away. Then we fly home. Uh, from the time you're walking into the West Palm Airport or PBI until we walked into our uh, out of the airport here, six hours wearing a mask. 
48 hours later, they took away the mask mandate mm-hmm. on the airplane. See, now you can appreciate the future so much yeah, more. Exactly. No, I hate the past. I'd rather hate the past than... <laughs> it's like when you get a cast taken off, it makes you appreciate being able to move your arm. You think so? And scratch an itch. Yeah. And scratch oh, an yeah. itch. There you go. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know, the whole thing. So what's going on with Disney? They just... Okay, well, okay, so apparently what happened to bring this whole thing full circle is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, let Disney open. Right. Well, Where, no, Disney World's been Disney World. for a lot no, longer. No, no, no. With COVID, with COVID times. Yeah. COVID times. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I think they were only shut down for maybe three months, yeah, which for right. a gigantic that, yeah. amusement park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he let them open. I think the D- Disneyland in California was shut for a Still good shut, year, yeah. I think. Yep. Uh, maybe even longer. So he let them reopen. Um, they rewarded him with going after him for the supposed don't say gay bill, which that's not what Some it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they decided to go after him for that. So he's retaliated. <laughs> and now the... Florida Senate, on a 23 to 16 vote, passed legislation ending Disney's tax privilege, self-governing power, and special exemption status. Well, the House still has to vote on it. They do Senate, then House in Florida. Yeah, but it's going to happen. I I don't know anything about the Florida House. Simple answer. Disney just turns themselves into a church. It's a religion (laughs) anyway. Disney Disney makes enough money where they should pay their taxes. Sorry. How dare you? How dare you, you liberal English. hippie? Yeah. If, if, if Disney can charge $40 for a kid to have... A, 40? 40 For one child to have an all-you-can-eat breakfast so that they can meet oh. frickin' Minnie Mouse. I thought you were saying to get in. I'm like, I think it's like oh, no. 89 bucks a person. And then, and then not even have then. the character breakfast because in the fine print it, it says, it, you know, tiny, tiny little way down in the corner. Oh, by the way, we can, we're, we don't really have character breakfast, but we're still charging the same amount. You know, they do all kinds of crap, and this Genie Plus Pass, everything's 15 extra bucks, and a Lightning Lane, now it's $11. So it's like we're all supposed, they're all getting all supposedly woke, but at the same time, they're gouging people as much as they can for money. Well, see, the thing about the district that can't be really is egregious to me is that it basically makes them into a city-state. They can collect taxes from people. Oh, so they're like the Vatican or Basically, something? yeah. They build their own roads. <laughs> they don't need permission from the government to build in their district. They can collect taxes from people who visit there. It, it's basically its own small country. It is, Which yeah. I think is just like, even if you agree with what Disney's doing, having a theme park that is a country is just yeah. a, not... It's a dumb thing. And they don't pay their employees well. No, they don't. Nobody likes working for them because they use Gestapo tactics. Yep. They, well, the they turnover follow for mascots everything. is, yeah, it's like three days, I yeah. think. Yeah. You know, it's just, Disney has gotten too big for its bridges. Yeah. But in, in the defense of that, Andy... Could you imagine wearing those costumes in Florida heat in June and July? No, walking no, around I the could park? not. Well, I'm sure they've got a bunch of uh, those characters. Got air are, conditioners in there. Well, yeah, they've and got they're, the they're packs also, in there, but it's they, still. They give them breaks and take off the. You know, it, I th- I'm pretty sure that they don't want, you know, People Mickey Mouse, dying, Mickey yeah. Mouse fainting Mickey Mouse on the dead sidewalk. Mickey on the street because of the heat. Yeah, I'd but yeah, they look sh- good. Why they have? I mean, I know they do employ a ton of people, mm-hmm. and of course, every state wants that they want their people to be employed but special tax privileges no 
They got that. I think they got all their land basically for free. They got didn't it all they? for free. Yeah. Twenty-five thousand acres. Well, they, I think it also depends on if you look at the bigger scope of things. Without them, how many people would go visit Florida? A lot. A lot. The Do beaches. The beaches are a oh, big. Draw. Every winter, the entire state fills up. Oh, does, oh yeah. believe me. Yes, the, it's insane. The beaches how are much. <laughs> yeah, how much Florida's got more beach um, than I think any. California, yeah. Oh, believe me, they they have no they trouble got filling up those beaches. They have yeah, sunshine. That's what people come down there for. They have and sunshine they have, on a cloudy day. <laughs> and they have Universal, <laughs> and they have SeaWorld, and they've got yeah, they've got, uh, they've got all kinds of Plus, things. Plus, if they shut down, I could still go to Tinkerfield, where the twins used to have spring trading. That's true. How I don't exciting. even know. They still, they must still have a, a minor league baseball team there. I think. I yeah, they do. In um, Tinkerfield. Is in Orlando? It, I thought it was James Dean or something. James James Dean Stadium? Isn't it something like that? Not too far. Roger Dean. Roger Dean. Roger Dean. We can't come up, we <laughs> come up with the last no, half of the no, name. We can't Jupiter. come up. That's in Jupiter. Tinkerfield yeah. is home to oh. the Orlando Suns. Oh, they saw oh, Orlando okay. Suns. There you go. That makes sense. That's not a twins organization, is it? I highly doubt it. Well, because it's a minor league team. So it, it might it's be. FCSL. Which is not even minor league, I don't think. It's Florida Collegiate Summer League. Oh, it's Summer League. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was, there yeah, the uh, Minnesota Twins for, God, 54 years. 54 years, yep. Uh, as well as the Orlando Rays, which are whatever, SAL, South right. Atlantic League, which is minor league. But no, now it's a uh, college team. No, it's a college team. That was the stadium I was sitting in. I watched Ken Herbeck hit a home run so far it went over the right field wall into the football stadium next door. Wow. (laughs) Whoa. Kent, I think you got a hold of that one there, buddy. You might just have a career in baseball. He just might. God, I love having him on the KQ Morning Show. I wonder what the ratings are for Major League Baseball. I don't think that's that's got to be horrible. Not good. Especially the Twins. Let's see here. Any team, really. I mean, there's so (laughs) many games. They're during the day mostly. How do you? I don't know. Well, the MLB All Star Game only got eight million viewers. Oh my so, God! Oh, in that's twenty twenty one. So that's not Eek. super good. That's why prices are so outrageous at the at the parks now. Yeah, you know, I it's wanted, to, go, hearts now, I wanted yeah. to take my kids to the Chicago Wrigley Field because I grew up going to Wrigley Field. Oh, I love Wrigley Field. And we would get those bleacher seats for like nine to ten bucks. Now, I think the bleacher seats, maybe Andy can look it up. I think bleacher seats at, at Wrigley Field are around 100 bucks a pop. $100. For bleacher seats. For one person? Yes. Let's see here. So Stop a family up. for us has spent $400. Yes. And, it's terrible. It's and another 175 for a hot dog and a beer. It yes. depends on the game. <laughs> exactly. Because like uh, on the, today at 5.30 p.m., they're doing the Rays at the Cubs, and that's $6 minimum. Because I don't think anyone cares. Right, but what? What on what site though? Uh, StubHub. Right, but that's resale tickets. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, is it? StubHub is, is. I've never bought a ticket in my life. That's so. where I go get <laughs> tickets for the Vikings games. I'll go every season. We go to a preseason game. Yeah. Because it's the only one I can afford. I'll go to StubHub and I get preseason tickets for twenty bucks right near oh, the field. Oh, really? Nice. Um, because nobody wants to go to the preseason. I always games. thought StubHub was they were gouging you. No, because oh. it's you go in and set how much you want to sell your tickets for. Oh. But well, they get a see. chunk of it. Oh. So. Tickets.com here. Looks like they got them as low as nine. Again, that's those are all resale sites. So if you go to like This Ticket is right Master, from um, MLB.com. This really? is where they link you to. For what game? Uh, Race Gubs. Although I 
select nine and none of the seats are selected, so I think their thing might not be great. Might not be working properly. 11 results found. Well, where the hell are they? <clears throat> Look for them because I'm going to tell Dave my... They are in the parking please. lot. My great story about Wrigley Field. Well, here you go. What is uh, 427R? Oh, it's that's like that's uh, like way in the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they they got those for nine dollars, but that's also they probably go fast. I don't think anyone really cares about Rays against the Cubs. Can't see the game from there, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. Gotta <laughs> bring your binoculars. So one of my first games going to Wrigley Field. They still only played in the daytime, by the way. That was 1980. No, it might have been 1977 actually. Dave Kingman was he was. was yeah, that was, that was late seventies. Right? Yep, yep. So Dave Kingman comes to bat at Wrigley Field. So paying attention to Ken Herbeck knocking one into the football stadium next door, Dave Kingman hit a pitch that hit the building across Waverly Avenue, Waveland Avenue. Wow! He hit the building across the street. <laughs> well, was remember, he juiced? King, well, he might have been. Remember, Kingman's the one that put put one in the uh, roof of the Metrodome that was stayed up there for like. 20 years. Oh, that's right. It went up through one of the little holes, right? <laughs> it went up through yeah. the hole, exactly. Hmm. Was Kingman the... No, who was... Who's, Dave Kingman wasn't the guy that went over to Boston and blew the shot. That was a former Cub as well, but I can't remember. Oh, you're talking was, about... Yeah, so the... The ball rolled past fielded. his leg. Yep, who it, was it? Right between his leg. It was... Bill God, Buckner. Bill Buckner. That's, that's exactly who Former was. Chicago Cub, yeah. You are correct. Oh, man. well, Kingman's the one who gave steroids to Daryl Strawberry, apparently, so... Oh, there you go. Yeah, that might... Uh, Oops. Yeah, but in his defense, he said, hey, man, get rid of these. They're no good for <laughs> I you. I don't throw them away. Anymore. Don't use these. Do anything but using these. It'd be really good. Have you seen that movie Underdog? No, what, no what's that? That's the Kurt Warner story. Oh, yeah, I've seen the promos for it. Yeah. It's really a great movie. Is it really? Really good. Who plays solid, him? Uh, Zachary Levi or Levi Zachary. What's, uh, he's the guy that played Shazam. I can't think of his name. Zachary Levi, I want to say. But he's so good at it, I forgot I wasn't watching Kurt Warner. Because he's got that kind of drawl down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought it was a really interesting, fascinating movie. And then to realize what that guy went through to get to where he was and was just kind of a joke nobody would take seriously. And then right. comes in and in his first season goes to the Super Bowl and wins. Wasn't he at, working at a hardware store or something? He was working, well, in the movie, he was working for like uh, Hy-Vee or some oh, grocery yeah, store, well, stocking grocery shelves. Store. Yeah. Was, he was a stock boy, I know yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then came. Uh, and then he went to go play in the uh, Arena Football League. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he, he was a barnstormer, Iowa barnstormer. He's a great guy, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he really seems nice like. Guy, and it yeah. was such a great – It's a, if you get a chance, watch it. It's a, It's a, If you like sports movies – What's it called again? Uh, underdog. Underdog. Or an okay. underdog story, something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Zachary Levi. Yeah. Zachary – American Levi. Underdog. American Underdog. Yeah. Okay. Because Underdog was a great cartoon. Yeah, but the movie sucked. Did the movie they, suck? They did, did a live-action version oh, no. with a beagle. No, come oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. seeing and that. And it was a Disney Ish. movie, and I was like, yeah, I've, I've got an underdog tattoo. I loved underdog. Oh, I did, too. Yeah, but did they, at least uh, say the line? Never fear. Underdog I, you know what? I watched it once with my kids, and it was so bad I just stopped paying attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was that the line, underdog is here? Is that the one you're talking There's about? There's no need to fear. Underdog is I don't here. think the dog talked in the movie. He was oh, just a just beagle dog. that could well, fly and was super strong. Just... That's just objectively incorrect. Yeah. Who was a sidekick again? I forgot. Uh, well, it was Polly Purebred. Was Polly the... Pure... Purebred? <laughs> that's right. Help! 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 Oh yeah, and uh, they I'm got the they have press photos. Yeah, it's a beagle wearing an underdog costume, and yeah. then there's Polly the uh, cavy, of course. 
Because cavies are so Cavies. pretty. Oh, Cavalier, King Charles, Judy. What do you think of that action, Buster Brown? Let's see. I wonder how what people thought about it. No, it's bad. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh, Oof. that's not oh, good. Not that seems like it's good. about 2% over. Too much. Right there. Yeah. Too high. Holy cow. Yeah, it's an action. It's literally just a dog. It's like one of those 80s movies where they just had a dog running around. Yeah. Hmm. But there's be, no need to fear. Don't forget that part. Yeah, that's. Uh, don't forget that part, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't think he talks. So, oh wait, no. Um, he has a voice cast on there, so I guess he must have talked to some degree. I, yeah, I can't remember. I think I was just so personal affront to that mo- mm. <laughs> to that movie. I would have rather they just would have done like they did with Bullwinkle and Rocky and just had him 3D animation in there. But that was that was a sad movie too with De Niro. Playing oh, fearless yeah. leader, I thought they yeah. Boris and Natasha were good. Jason Alexander and Renee Russo. Renee, oh Renee Russo, yeah. Yeah, and I love the characterization of having these two in the real world. So it was funny to watch it. I I, I enjoy those deals. I think they did well with the Smurfs doing the same thing. So God, you watch a lot of movies, man. I've got a lot of kids. Tom. Well, that's I've had true. To watch, you got a lot of kids. I've had that's to watch true. all these movies with kids at you know. That's a good at point. different points in my life, and now I've got eight grandkids, so it's. Starting the cycle all over again. Oh, speaking of fun movies that everyone can enjoy, I watched a movie for the first time uh, last week. Yeah, The Passion of the Christ. Oh God! Oh, there's a barn. <laughs> yeah, there's a family that movie. That's a hard movie. Oh, because of Easter, you watched it. Yep. Melissa's like, you've never seen it. I was like, why would I have seen it? Did they deliver the two great lines? Dropped across once more. You're out of the parade. Or yep, mm. that's what they say. Hey Peter, <laughs> hey Peter, I can see your house from up here. It was a it was, it was a comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a comedy. It was a very very dark Christ. comedy. Yeah, very yeah. very dark. Yeah. Jesus is Jesus, so he's got a great sense of humor. Did I'm you know Caviezel? I love Caviezel. God, not once. But twice struck by lightning during the filming That's of that right. movie. That's At right. what point do you think? Well, yeah. twice he was struck. Once while he was on the crucifix. Whoops! Right. Uh, At some point, do you think? Unless that was just good PR. It could have been. But that movie screwed his career pretty much. It, he it, he yeah. really pushed well, him out for a while. Well, he's going to be in the next one, which they're somehow making. The Return of Christ? Yeah, exactly. Is it like what? Jesus falls from the sky right. and says, it's time to kick ass. That's right. <laughs> uh, Night of the living Jesus. Apparently it's going to be about <laughs> the time between his crucifixion and his resurrection. So that three-day so span? He's not going to have a whole lot to do it's with like it. It's like Weekend at Bernie's? Guessing, yeah, it's, <laughs> the apostles have Jesus in the corner with sunglasses look on? look into the tomb. It's yep. still there. Crazy. But yeah, apparently yeah, they're doing it. It's going to be um, the guy... Caviezel? No, the well, Caviezel's, Mel Gibson. Caviezel's in it, but yeah, Mel Gibson is directing. Are they doing it all in Aramaic again? I would assume. Oh, so. that's right, the yeah. Aramaic. I forgot about that. It was yeah. Aramaic, and it was Latin. Yeah, it was Latin too. Some of the, when the Romans spoke it was Latin. Oh, I suppose yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I suppose it's true. Mm-hmm. So, do you think people? So they're making it for next Easter? Is that what they're doing? Well, let's see here. Passion of the Christ to Christ Harder. Christ um. Harder, yes, that's it. Christ Harder, it's a great name it's for a movie. It's called Resurrection, apparently. Oh, Resurrection. <laughs> Do they have him in the in the corner going? How does the same thing happen to the same guy twice in the same night? Yeah, exactly. Christ Harder. This isn't even Christ my jurisdiction. Harder. Did you know that was the original 
sequel to Die Hard, Die Hard 2, was supposed to take place on the same night. The original trailer for oh, it showed him running underneath the airport, and he's still all banged up. Uh-huh. And he stops up against the wall, and he goes, how does the same thing happen to the same guy twice in the same night? Well, that would have just Hard been 2. unbelievable. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? After you've barely survived that shenanigans, then you go to the airport and have to deal with a whole new set of craziness. Isn't that sad, though, that his brain caved in? Yeah. The reason it's so sad for me is because I'm about three, four months away from that myself. Well, did they ever figure out what was wrong with him? Yeah, his asphasia, is that what they call it? Oh, he has primary progressive aphasia? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not a good one. I I was working. One of the, the guys that I worked with on the new TV series I filmed worked in two movies with Bruce Willis, and he said Bruce had an earbud in. Yeah. And somebody off screen oh, would read yeah. him the lines yeah. because we, he couldn't he remember. Had PPA, what was yeah. that yeah. show that we just watched? And, and he oh, was in it. Showdown or Shotgun or Showgun or something. He was, was terrible, terrible in it. And now that you said that, I could see right. that. I think must that's have the movie that got, he got a Razzie for. And that's now true. they've taken the Razzie back and apologized because they didn't realize that's he was. Bad. Yeah. Was what was the name? He did 20 movies, they said, in the last three years. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what yep. they, he was just like pumping them out so he could oh. make money to support his family Same or something thing like Jack that. Nicholson. Really? It oh, did? really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's why he retired. Hmm. And but, Connery, right? Connery uh, started with Connery, dementia. Yeah, yeah. 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 dementia. Before and like I said, mine's kicking in right now, so you know. Any Does it minute, last? Uh, is that just a plausible deniability if yeah. you go off on, on oh. higher ups? Exactly. I'm sorry. It's yes. uh, early onset. I don't know what happens. Early onset, I called you a raging prick. <laughs> when you were choking, I thought I was literally uh, wringing my laundry out in the sink. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, I was wringing out a towel. That's what I thought I was doing. This just seems um, uh, in bad taste here. So you Google Bruce Willis, top mm-hmm. stories, um, Liam Neeson thinks of Bruce Willis every day. Oh. Bruce Willis always wore heartache well. Rumor Willis flashes some side boob and flaunts her toned abs. Why oh. would you put God. that in there? Yeah? Oh, my God. We got to do something about it. Uh, because men love business. side boob. <sighs> do you hear about that? Yeah, but not aphasia-related. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did you see the one today? On uh, Andy, the, some woman was sitting at a restaurant, and apparently she had very large boobs. But she was wearing a dress, you know, she was dressed properly and all that stuff. And the woman at the table next to her asked to move because she thought her breasts were disgusting and distracting. Well. So, because I got big boobs and I, you I don't, you, I'm the bad this guy. Is, this is where we are in there. the world. I was like, what? Why not? How about you just don't look at her? No, you, did you find the story, Andy? Um, they. I don't think they've given the exact diagnosis. They just say aphasia, which... Can oh, mean a lot of things, thing. but it is probably PPA, if I had to guess, primary progressive yeah. aphasia, which basically it's very similar to Alzheimer's in a lot of ways. Well, but he loses the ability to communicate. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he can't. That's what happens exactly. first is you stop being able to talk, and then you stop being able to understand what people are saying, and at that point it's just you're a walking corpse, and it's pretty horrible. I wonder if, I wonder if that uh, stem cell therapy that they're doing overseas would work on him. By the ingesting. brain, probably not. The, the brain is so resilient, though. Yeah, it is. But you have to like the stem. The reason stem cell therapy works is because it grows. You know, like it'll grow nerves or whatever that kind right. of thing. But in the brain, the brain doesn't really work that way. Unfortunately, it doesn't heal very well. Even nerve, like nerves, heal, but they heal slow. But the brain, like once you get something like a lesion in there, it's all it can do is reroute. 
So, like, you know. Right. But if there's nothing left to reroute through, yeah. then there's really nothing you can do. I suppose, like I said, Jack Nicholson, you got Bruce Willis. And then Bruce, I'm not comparing Bruce Willis to Jack Nicholson, don't get me wrong, but I thought Bruce did a good job at his movies. Mm-hmm. Not a pleasant person, I remember. No? Although Robert De Niro is a bigger prick than he is, so there you have it. They're, neither one of them is very... Uh, uh, Brad Blanks has a collection of the responses of, from Robert De Niro to his questions. <laughs> Thirteen interviews. He says, I believe, 18 total words. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why, what? why grant why? interviews? I why know. do it? Why even do it? Because they have to. Because they have to, I suppose, to sell their product. If they just said, no, well, go away. Well, if you're not going to talk and engage, I then know. you're not. Well, look, Billy Bob Thornton goes in to do an interview, and when they bother to ask about a movie, he stands up and, and leaves or berates them because he's there talking about his music. And there's oh, been yeah, there's been right. actors that did that, and they go off, and they're like, I'm not here to discuss that. I'm here to discuss my music. And maybe you say that once, and they're like, oh, I understand. But, you know, we're huge fans of the movie, and then they just get up and leave. Oh. And so there's some of that is just like, well, what bad. is wrong with people? Oh. Billy Bob's been great to me. We had I've, Billy Bob. Yeah, we had him on the podcast. That kind of thing. But that was about time. his music. Or people get all huffy about not talking about what, like, you know, oh, I love doing this, and they get all mad. It always makes me think of Keanu Reeves being interviewed by the Chucker. Because he did that very well. That was phenomenal. Because Chucker thought he was Christopher Reeve. <laughs> oh, right. So he just kept making jokes about being paralyzed. And Keanu, <laughs> Keanu took it all in stride. He thought he got. I think he got the joke pretty much right away. So he just kind of you know rolled with it. But a lot of these celebrities, it's like yeah, you say the one wrong thing. You had to stop doing that, didn't you, Chucker? Oh yeah, they, the <laughs> company decided you can't do that anymore. Uh, who was it that he had on? The guy was uh, some rap artist or something. And the chucker just goes, wait a minute. Wait a second. You got to stop with all this Ryman Simon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, I like again, Lastman has billboards in St. Cloud. Yeah, I'm God. very upset. <laughs> Last mental. Oh, God, we got to go. Yeah, Jude's like, um, have you checked the clock? Have you looked at it's the clock? Can I go. mention real quick, if, if any of the listeners are interested, I'm doing an event at the Palmer House Hotel in June. Damn it. Two days, two one-day events, so you can come on out. We're doing how to develop your uh, psychic abilities. Uh, then there's uh, Bill Chapel, who creates all the technology that you see on all the different paranormal shows, has created a piece that everybody gets to take home. And then we're going to do a couple-hour uh, talk on, on how to do paranormal investigating, what are ghosts, and then you get to do a three-hour ghost hunt with us at the Palmer House. All that info's at darknessevents.com. Catherine, I still got to get up to the Palmer House one of these days, I'm all man. for it. We'll get you up there and just uh, not on one of those weekends, but we'll get you up there for a... What do you mean not on one of those weekends? Why you don't can't want to come, come up there? Well, you can, but everybody's just going to be inundating you with questions. and They don't even know They're excited to meet the Popcorn King. That's right. Tom <laughs> Bernard, the Popcorn King. I'll be there for that. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family. No, no, don't do that.